Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi everybody, it's Chad of the Wild, and this season we are playing Tears of the Kingdom. You learning your your iambic pentameter? Uh, failing horribly along the way. Um, <laughs> in our last season, we completed a temple. And our last season. In our we last did a lot episode, last season. season. <laughs> in our last episode, we completed a temple. I mean, mm, were there temples in the last season? Yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah there, there were, were Krizoa temples. Mm-hmm. The Krizoa temples, yes. <laughs> we oh gotta, my God, Krizoa We can't temples. keep referencing that season. Uh, go listen to the Star Fox season, though. It was a lot of fun. Anyway, I call fairies Baphomadats now. Ugh. That's that's your own brain damage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in our last episode, we completed a Rito temple, and we uh, thawed quote-unquote thawed the area around us it's like the area that thawed was very small it was more just like the rito tower looks mm-hmm. great now everything else around us is still pretty frozen the blizzard has stopped yeah visibility regions. has improved we, significantly visibility has yes yeah, significantly improved visibility it's no longer whiteout conditions up here in the hepper region the, the <laughs> snow uh the places that were covered in snow Wait, never mind. Just never mind. There is less snow now. Yes, uh, in the valley area, it resembles but there is still yes snow. It resembles more of Breath of the Wild than it did before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when this happens, the Rito are, are all hanging out there. They get to go back to business as usual. Uh, we do get to see that um, Impa has come by here and she's looking for another uh, geoglyph though that was very confusing for all of us because she says the geoglyph is nearby it's not uh it's it's there there were two in this region uh including the the tundra region that we're going to explore as well but uh it's not We already knew about these, so that kind of threw us off when we showed up and she was just like, there's one nearby, and it's just like, we maybe wasted a little time looking around for something that wasn't there. She also, this is when she mentions the uh, Forgotten Temple, not Forbidden Temple, Mm. that's a Mm. TV show. That's more important to follow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's rock. Um, But yeah, why don't we go ahead and just start talking about that, so... If you go to where the Forgotten Temple, now the Breath of the Wild players, the Forgotten Temple was a very memorable temple because when you got there, there were literally a dozen guardians. (laughs) Just death. Just just straight death. Immediately targeting you. 
um, and you having to get through all of them. And I believe just the really the reward at the end. Well, the, I know there were two rewards. There was a shrine at the end, but then there's also a treasure chest with a tunic mm. or something like that, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the tunic of the wild, which was a green tunic for our Breath of the Wild. Best link. tunic. Best of the green tunics. Although, what was that shade of green? Just the perfect green. <laughs> I mean, it just it looks cool. The shorts looked all right. the The tunic looked mm-hmm. good. The hat didn't. You know, it was it was a it was a good designed tunic. Is all I'm saying. Because you know, they said like, uh, Link just kind of looks like a a dope. I don't like. We don't want to dress him in the, like the green outfit like we had before. It, I think the designer said it's tough to make him look cool like that. But that tunic is. Probably better than than any of the like amiibo tunics I got from Breath of the Wild. I liked it the most. I need to I need to see that one again. I guess because they all just blend together as like the mm. same to me. Uh, Mine's completely so. pink. <laughs> right? Yeah, you did get the opportunity to change the color uh, in there, and we will eventually too. I mean, I don't know. I did you guys buy the dark tunic at all from the depths? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. The, yeah, I did grab. Yeah, that. the Poe collector. Does um, it do? anything because it says it gave me resistance but it doesn't mm. oh know. wait different tunics. my bad different <laughs> tunic no um the dark tunic in the original game um in breath of the wild what it did was if you had all three pieces it let you move faster at night yes that's right, right. and you look cool because your eyes are all mm-hmm. your eyes are all dark neat. link yeah yeah um yeah no, so glowy. when we go back to the Forgotten Temple this time, it's a little underwhelming because it's just empty for the most part. There's some moblins. Uh, there's like two or three moblin camps that you can get through, but yeah, I don't I know about y'all. I kept waiting for the shoe to drop or the boot, uh, <laughs> the iron boots to drop. <laughs> yes. Um, it, it, this, was, this was pretty simple to get through here. I was, I was pretty beefed up for these guys. Um, and when we get to the end, there is a uh, a shrine over there as well. Uh, what was the trying to remember? What that wasn't that one a, a fun challenge? I'm trying to remember which what what shrine that one was. They all are. Um, <laughs> no, I believe that was the courage to fall mm-hmm. shrine. Oh, okay. Was wanted. it now? Because I did no. I did that one this week, no, and was... I did the mm. forgotten temple a long time ago. Courage to fall. I think was that near one of the. Oh, Courage to Fall was near the stable, right? Maybe maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. notable for me mm. then because I didn't save a screenshot of it on mine of which one it was. It was convenient, though. It's very conveniently placed. I appreciate that. Because <laughs> I, you know? I get the feeling we're going to want to come back here. Um, oh, yeah, probably. Um, the thing, so the thing for me, it wasn't that like the temple itself was or, like walking into the temple compared to when it was crawling with guardians. Uh, that part was underwhelming. But seeing what has happened since to the temple, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In the back of that temple, there is the largest goddess statue we have ever seen, essentially. Um, And she's just having a nap right now. really just... Yeah, not here. Yeah, down there. Not yeah, knocked over on her side, and also you can't talk to her anymore. She will not give you hearts or stamina vessels, which is different from how she existed in Breath of the Wild. Mm. Right. But behind concern. But behind her was some more interesting things. 
Uh, there she are... fell so that we could live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we go behind there, we find two different rooms. One, as far as I know, we couldn't do anything with it. Maybe we'll do something with it later, but right now there was nothing to interact with there. Uh, but the room there's um there's like we should describe it for people. well go ahead. yeah Tegan can because you because it's it? it's going to be it's going to be important I feel I I feel I, my lore senses <laughs> went on high alert Your lore when, we, when I entered off. this room yeah and I was like oh I know what this is so it's it's a, a zonai structure you know what typical with the typical. there's like a sand pit in the middle with like the the ring pattern in it the little droplet pattern mm. um there are six seven different shapes seven different shapes stone representations around it they're just like rocks at this point there's no like distinctive carvings or anything but they're all different sizes and different like shapes overall and in the middle of this there's like a lotus um and there's like these like beams that are coming like Concrete beams, essentially, that are, like, inlaid in the floor that are radiating out from this thing. Mm -hmm. It's a ceremony room. It's a ceremony room. And if you played Ocarina of Time... Oh, boy. (laughs) If you played Ocarina of Time, there's some uh, significance, I think, to the specific positioning of the stones, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. Mm -hmm. You you talk about some some Temple of Light, that, like, platform thing? I'm, I'm... I'm talking about some some sacred realm. Some sacred realm you know, stuff. these are the these are the sages' positions. Here's your medallion. And, yeah, and you can probably also figure. I think I can loosely figure out which sages wear based on just the shape of the rocks. Uh, the the wide stubby is one is probably a Goron, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> the tall, slender one is for this game probably a Zora, just because they're so tall. Yeah. You know. But I just well, had an idea of who a forest sage might be. Mm-hmm. Okay. We know there is we know there is a, a sage of, of time mm-hmm. and a sage of wind based on So far. So far, yes. Those so are you know. Uh but we can't like I said, we can't do anything with this room right now. Uh it it almost certainly will have some significance later. The room behind it does start a cutscene where Impa and I forget his name, his her uh, her helper that's that's tagging along. Oh yeah. Um, they show up and they talk about this room and it's like, I think it just looks really obvious. I mean, it's a, it's a map. It's our map with a bunch of these squares on it that are the shapes of the geoglyphs. And Mm -hmm. it really is just like, and we've seen this. I really appreciate in this game. There are so many times that they just put a map on the wall and mark Mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff for you. And they're like, if you want to look at it, go ahead. Yeah, look at it. Try to get it on yours. On top of that, sometimes you might meet people or find old maps that will just put a mark on your map for you. Mm. Here's a big X for something that you can do. Don't know it's what like, it is. Go explore. It's like the, the Brotherhood of Steel being like, well, here's all the vaults we know about. <laughs> Does this actually mark the geoglyphs on your map? No. Because I, no. I took a picture of it. Um, yeah. I, took I also a, took a picture of it. I took a literal picture of it on my phone, and then I remembered that I can take pictures <laughs> in the game. <laughs> or on your Switch. You have multiple yeah. ways just to take a picture mm-hmm. of this, yes. Um, but Yeah, I took a picture with my Sheikah Slate. Just... And then uh, I, took the, the, I took a selfie of, of myself with it in the background uh, with the Sheikah yeah. Slate. You doing this one? <laughs> the, the finger uh-huh. up pose? <laughs> I love it. Um, but 
there's outside of this cutscene, there isn't anything for us to interact with. I, I assume when we see all of these, something may change in this room. I was waiting for even the ones that I found to glow or something that didn't happen. It just, Impa was just like, ah, breakthrough. This is so interesting. It's telling us more about geoglyphs. And then she's just like, go find them all, Link. And that's that's kind of it. Yeah, the... this, this raised more questions about geoglyphs in general uh, for me, partially because like, I went and found the, the geoglyphs in this area before I went to the temple. And one thing I realized is like, one of the things we're going to see looks like it should be pretty far down in like the list of memories and it's legit halfway through. So mm-hmm. there's like eight more memories after that. Um, and then I realized like the f- first memory that we actually have isn't of a geoglyph or anything. It's of the beginning of the game. So there's a memory before that and there's, presumably memories after the geoglyphs. So I wonder if like all those later memories are going to be things that we see as we go through the game, or if there's going to be hidden geoglyphs that show up like underground or in the sky or something. Cause there's, that could be interesting. There's not enough geoglyphs on that map. I didn't think about that. That's a great point. Cause, yeah. Cause we didn't fill in mm. a memory through the Rito like actual temple quest, whereas in Breath of the Wild, uh, each of the divine beasts came with their own memory, mm-hmm. in addition to the the memory spots around the map. So yeah, there's going to be some other ones. There is one other piece of environmental storytelling that is contained in this room specifically that they don't they do not outright say this, but they do make a point of showing you all of the geoglyphs on the wall starting from the left-hand side and working it's working your way around the right um, and looking at the ones we've already gotten, there is a numerical order to them and it is showing you in that in that shot the order that they expect you to go see these geoglyphs in. Uh-huh. Remind me, in Breath of the Wild, didn't they just show you like the places they like they gave you mm-hmm. angles in it when they were like mm-hmm. here's all the different things and so that's it you could you could surmise and do it in your own order there okay yeah so yeah but they did they are listed like in your Sheikah slate in an order right. like it's not like the the order of them is scrambled every time and the order they appear in the Sheikah slate is the the viewing order mm-hmm. if you go one to whatever ten or whatever like, if you track them all down in that order, like, you'll see the story complete from, like, point one to point eight, you know? But um, with these ones, since we're doing, like, a region-by-region region thing, we're going to see the story probably kind of out of order, which I think is more along the lines of, like, how most of us experienced Breath of the Wild anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me, anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, I just thought that was an interesting, they're like, this is the order to view the geoglyphs in. Here's all the geoglyphs on the map. Right. Do with that what you will. <laughs> there's, I, I look back at the picture. I think there's 11 geoglyphs on the map. There's 18 memories. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah. the, I, thought, I thought there were 13, but I don't know. Well, what, like the second the one quest. we got in a cutscene. The second one mm-hmm. was what we did in a cutscene. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, memory one, still blank for us. Memory two cutscene at the beginning of the game memory three zelda showing up in the past 
and being like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. listeners, mm-hmm. if uh, I, I think we'll go ahead and put a disclaimer before certain memories, because the first memory they got what we get in this one, which was number four, I don't think is a huge spoiler thing. The other one that we got, which was number 10, is a big one. It's and only 10. It's I only looked 10. At, it's only 10. I went in there and looked at it. I was like, okay, well, let's see how far down this is. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. Right? I think I think it's the way we do that is we just say, like, hey, this is memory. This number. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to, if you haven't found that memory yet, yeah. skip the next five minutes or whatever. Uh so let's let's start. Let's talk about the memories. Well, the the number four and number ten. Brian, why don't you go ahead and describe number four to us? Which one's number four? <laughs> <laughs> anybody else can remember it? Can anybody else remember which number four was? I, can, uh, I mean, I, I can, can go. I can. I can look so, at it in my. This one. This one was pretty simple. It's it's Zelda, Sonya, and Raru on a cliff looking out on the land, and this sort of confirms Zelda. Uh, it it it. She fully understands now she is in a world before the sort of like cultivation and the growth that she is used to of the cities and and all of this stuff and the castle and everything. Uh, So it's very clear this is an untouched land compared to hers. And that is where she fully understands now. She is back in time. Standing on the Great Plateau. Mm -hmm. Standing in the spot. Like the spot. Like the camera pan late title card spot mm-hmm. yeah that was our our title card spot for breath of the wild she was like she's up there and she's looking out and i was like this is the place we were there <laughs> they reinforce I, I guess this would be where they first talk about it where sonia says you have a time power just like i do uh even though they're holding the same thing so it's like time wise it just yeah she has hers from the future and then she came to the past right so BC. well i think it's the 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 implication is the lineage because she says there's also yeah this, yes. you uh you have she has the time power and she's got your light power so clearly they just related. gloss over it they're just sort of like yeah so you're our great great granddaughter anyway yeah uh <laughs> yeah they said we'll just tell everybody you're a distant relative and technically we're not lying yeah <laughs> I love that. Good for them. You're a distant relative. Distant. We're not saying how. How but. far away? <laughs> when far away? It yeah, was. it's really a when far away question, but we appreciate your enthusiasm. Like, If only Marty McFly could have been so candid about this stuff. The, the, it would have been just so much easier for him. <laughs> I've got Huey Lewis the News stuck in my head. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then at the very end of the scene, Sonya says, let's let's get you out of those clothes into something a little nicer. And it's just like, that explains my question that I had of like, why is she wearing that stuff now? And it's more just like, yeah, those those clothes are technically out of style. I mean, they haven't gone into style yet, so they're they're not it hasn't come around yet. I mean, um, she's a trendsetter. She should be rocking her her stuff. But I mean, it makes sense. Like you don't you don't want to wear something that's completely different. And you're going to be catching too many eyes, right? She's you want a to blend distant in. relative. Mm-hmm. She can wear her distant, far she's, away clothes. She's from Hyrule, Canada. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my Canadian my? girlfriend. Yeah, right. My exactly. Canadian princess. <laughs> that would be the name of this ta- of this episode if I was doing that. Canadian princess. My Canadian princess. Um, but. 
That, that's that one there. Sort of just reinforcing a lot of what we already knew. Really setting it that, you know, we, we, we've played enough of these games. We always know that Zelda is the, is the blood, is part of the bloodline of the, like, founders of Hyrule and the goddesses and all of that stuff. It's like, that has already been a known thing. Number 10. Uh... Who wants to go on describing number 10 for us? Uh, listeners, if you, again, we're jumping way ahead. Skip you've ahead seen a lot of this five minutes. You, yeah. You've seen a lot of this if you've seen the trailer. There's a there's a, a bunch of big old chunks in this. Also, uh, it, it uh, I want to see what happens in between because I feel like the, oh, we'll just tell people you're a distant relative has a lot more weight after seeing this one because uh, Ganondorf's here and he's hanging out. And they say and, his name. And they know so. each other. And so there, there's clearly going to be some... Ne- I Clearly. I'm guessing there are memories in between where like he shows up and is like, Hi, I'm from the desert. Like, how's desert going, Ganondorf? Or he's the some conflict of some way. Yeah. Who's that girl? Why she got that thing? What is that thing? I don't. I don't think so because it. He wouldn't be surprised by her having it. Okay, I don't know. I, that's he I'm might just, not even know she has it because the implication. Then why is the intrigue? Is Sonya's? Yeah. So. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, okay. We open up. Sonya is possibly dead. She yeah. might just be dead already. Laying on the ground. They they do make it seem like, you know, they're they're protecting her body and everything. Maybe they believe there's some way to still save her, but she's dead. Her tear uh stone that she have has Ganondorf has this now. But one thing that Ganondorf says, he's talking about like to Raru, he was just like, "You did this. <laughs> this was this was your doing here." So it makes it sound like what did Ganondorf, you do? Ganondorf was trying to do what he thought was saving things or like stopping something, and Raru was like interrupting him the whole time. I don't know. BC, what I mean, what are you? No, doing? no, no. Basically, what he says is so he, I think we should say Ganondorf gets this tear in his hand. It starts to like, for be- lack of a better word, corrupt, I guess. Mm, like it, yeah. it gets bigger, it changes. It has a um, new script on it. Yeah, and so well, so we've seen that we've seen that when when someone okay. takes one of these stones, they sort of get their own engraving in it. Okay, yeah, and so he um, he talks about all this power that he now has. Raru shows up and is like, "What's going on?" Zelda's already out there with Sonya, uh, and he's saying, "Like this is your fault because you didn't see how all like you didn't take advantage of being all powerful." Yeah, like you basically mm, yeah. didn't. You had this a- power to the fullest, so it's your fault for not being a complete, like, omnipotent You had a dictator. super majority, yeah. and you did nothing with it. <laughs> you just pandered to people, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And so, it, and, and from this, we see the birth of monsters across Hyrule, uh, because they that just start true, shooting yes. out of this, this uh, tier, uh, and you see, like, moblins and everything else appearing across the land, and... Uh, the first blood moon. Yeah. Ganon takes a shot, like Dragon Ball Z style energy shot at Raru. He defi- he deflects or tries to and is about is this a or as it's about to crack, Zelda transports 
both of them. With Holds the, up the purr pad. With the purr and, pad. Or, or all three of them, I should say, out of there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and he... Great news. He, the purr pad works in the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he... um, it, Like, Ganondorf, we, we thought, like, that was a shot of demise from the back. But, like, that's, that's Demon King Ganondorf. Like, he turns <laughs> around... He's at least well, he channeling the power of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he changes, right. And and gets big old red hair and is like very demise-esque. Right. Uh but yeah, they teleport out of there and, and he's just like, ah, just like oh, I'm gonna go be evil now. Yeah. They they're not gonna be able to stop me. It's fine. But yeah, I mean, what we'll need to see is clearly at some point through some last ditch effort they end up sealing away Ganondorf. So, yes, th- we have a lot left, but that's just because this is sort of the start of the true villain that we're dealing with now. So we that it makes sense that we're only like halfway through all of these memories. There's going to be mm. so many more things, I'm sure. Uh, anything else on the memories before we take a break? All right. I just want to say, oh, you first, Tegan. Of course. Okay. I I am most interested at this point at um the pre-established relationship Mm -hmm. that Ganon has with Raru. I want to know because it's implied in Breath of the Wild um through like the recipe stuff for the monster cake that the the recipe for the monster cake describes it as um the royal advisor's favorite treat implication there being that there's some sort of Ganon figure who is acting as a royal advisor to the king of Hyrule, right? Oh, Similar to Ocarina of Time. Yeah, that's, that's a, a whole scene. thing. That's a whole thing. No, yeah, This is why I read everything. So we're and doing then, some Zant stuff here. Right, so we're doing some Zant stuff there. Um. So then I'm thinking with this and him saying like, Raru, this is your fault, like, and them, ha- what is this pre-established dynamic they have? Is it another similar like, Ganon was some sort of advisor to the king, like he was trying to be in Ocarina of Time. Like, is that another pull from this mm-hmm. sort of thing? Or is there some other dynamic here that I'm missing, missing? That's, that's why I'm know? wondering if, like, he uncovers, like, oh, Zelda, this this girl mm-hmm. is, like, way in the future. And you're not telling me. There's more to... What's going on, yeah. Raru, that you're not telling me? Ganondorf, desert guy. Yeah, your best friend or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I understand that. And I also want to know if Zelda coming back to the past, like if she, because she spent all that time with Calamity Ganon, a hundred years trying to, you know, holding his power back, do they have some sort of, does she recognize that power mm-hmm. in him initially oh. and go, you're, you're a bad guy and messes up the initial relationship they had? You That's know? interesting, Tegan. Thanks. Well, <laughs> I've been thinking how, about it. <laughs> seeing as how most people forget us from like a year and a half ago or however long it's been since Breath of the Wild, eh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> And it's been shut down. Sorry, Tegan. Uh, so, yeah, that's okay. What do you have? Has, nice try. Link is the Tony Hawk of Hyrule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, you look just like the hero. You know? Yeah. <laughs> have you I wonder him? what he's up to these days. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we get back, uh, we're going to do a bunch of exploring. We've got, we got, we're going to look through the tundra, and we're going to 
maybe see some other stuff in our region that we haven't talked about before. Is that was that an intentional pun? We're gonna do a ton of exploring in the tundra. A ton yes. of exploring. We'll be right back. But up, up, but up, Link. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. We have helped out the Rito. Now our reward is more area to explore. Um, as we said before, we were looking down in the Forgotten Temple, and that is in the New Era area where the, the tundra is. Uh, it's just northeast of the Rito Tower and all that stuff. So we, we opened up that region. We did some exploring. Let's talk about the cube. Yes. Um, one of the big floating cubes we have access to now. And uh, I think we all had some different experiences with it. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I went to the floating part first and it was like, no, <laughs> See, <laughs> you I did see, wrong. Yes, I saw that and immediately had a big smile on my face. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, multi-step process. Thank you. I thought it was a two-step process at first. I was, uh, I was... Intrigued by the cube, then impressed by the cube, and then I was over the cube in so many ways by the end of the cube. <laughs> so I started at the on the ground floor of the cube, and um, I read the little notebook, and I went, great, I'm not going to worry about anything. And I just walked into the maze, immediately was accosted by some hands, and left. <laughs> All right, listeners. I still haven't seen the hands. How? Really? What I've done to not see the hands. I've been playing the game for almost 40 hours now. A full work week of playing this game. I have not seen these hands. I'm I'm so happy for you. I hope you never catch these hands. Okay. uh, Hour check real quick. So, BC. You said. uh, Like 35 hours-ish. I'm 45. uh, 70. Uh, 70 hours or more. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, uh, I got into, cause the, the bottom one is, is basically not the same, but, mm-hmm. uh, find No, a, it is, find it ho- is the same. But is it? Just, okay. There's, yeah. There's I didn't know if like glue. some of the paths had changed or something like, cause there's, there's, there's stuff in the air that looks like it could have been like walls could have lifted up into the sky or something like that, but yeah, you 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 do the same thing where you you find a hidden <laughs> wall somewhere, and and break your way it's, into where the shrine is. It's just in the center. Yeah, like I knew because I had been through these multiple times. I went in the center. I looked around a little bit before even dropping in, like moving my camera a little bit, and I was just like, okay, there's the hole in the wall, and just drop down into that hole of wall, and I'm in the center. Like hands. I didn't go through the maze at all. Like it was just sort oh. of like Get hit by hands. As soon as I got in, I was like, I unlocked the thing. And the voice goes, ha, 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 go up to the sky, ha, ha, ha. And then the music What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, I, 
now I'm just going to have to like wander for hours expecting to see these hands. I don't know why I haven't uh, seen them. I'll, Did I'll either send of you, you fight a location. I died like immediately because I was in a tiny room with like six evil hands. I did not fight the hands here. Oh, I, I want to talk about them. the fighting the hands. I, I have fought them elsewhere. I beat the hands. Oh, See, okay. When I when I when I died, I was like, okay, well, I wasn't expecting that, but let's go. Like it's on. We're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill these things, and they didn't show back up. Should I should I take my my headphones out for two like five minutes so you guys can talk about the hands? I don't think it needs to no, be. No, it's okay. Well, no, I want to say no. I want to say it because you know with what we're doing we have to acknowledge it. So yeah, Brian and okay. BC, take your headphones right. off real quick. Wave to me. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. So when you beat the hands, here's what happens, listeners. When you beat the hands, Phantom Ganon shows up and he's horrifying. <laughs> I hate it so much. I so I had fought him previously. I beat him. I got these weapons off of him. You beat him? Yeah, I beat him. Um and <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Uh and uh the weapons weren't of use right now. We are too we are not supposed to be experiencing this yet. Because like the, okay. the weapons, one of the weapons is based on your heart count. It's only strong mm-hmm. if you have a lot of hearts. We don't have a lot of hearts, so it doesn't make sense for us to have this right now. The right. other one gives us, us gloom damage every time you use it. Mm-hmm. It's not worth having right now. Like, if right, you don't have a lot of hearts. Right, because we can't <laughs> do anything about it. Yeah. Anyway, the thing is, oh, is that gosh. even when you beat them, it doesn't like, I mean, maybe the hands disappear in that region, but I've come across the hands multiple times. So I don't think they do disappear in that region. I don't think so. And also, so every time. Uh, Phantom Ganon loads in, he's got a variety of weapons that he uses. You know? Yes. There's the there's the club, there's a sword. And his bow. Like a, a samurai mm-hmm. sword, yeah, and his bow. Um, those are the ones I've seen. But like, oh my god. Yeah. There, it's wild. Okay, we'll wrap up here. Uh, we're never gonna get it back. I'm never gonna beat him. Am I back? Mm. Did you hear anything, Brian? You moved... You moved your headphones For, further I was away. just like, I think I heard a thing and then like had to put them a little bit further away, but mm. Okay. I'm gonna uh, pretend like I didn't. Yeah. I agree. If for our Korok countries at home, um, on the very top of the labyrinth at on the, the ground level labyrinth, there is a Korok seed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, for our Korok countries at home. So yeah, with the cube, it it you you solve the puzzle on the ground level, it lets you open up the one up in the sky the one up in the sky like i wasn't super impressed by it because it was it was navigating the maze with the wind and so you had to constantly be on your paraglider and just rubbing against the walls until you find how the did corners. you how did you get to the one in the sky uh a lot of stamina so there's there's another thing is that some of these islands that we have access to now if you when you're up there it turns on uh low gravity and so I was able to get up really high and just used a couple stamina potions. And with our, our I was going to say Rivali, um, with uh, Tulin, uh, Tul- with Tulin's Gale, uh, we are able to go out further. And so just basically mm. sort of timing that I managed to find like land on the little platform underneath it, but was able to zoop up. To it, so I built okay. some structure. I forget how I flew over oh, there. Oh no, that's right. I did. Yeah, I did a, uh, a hot air balloon. Really high. The hot air balloon. Oh. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes. Because there's a um, okay. 
there's a there's also a series of islands nearby that uh those with a a gotcha machine on it. I still don't Is know how to use those. About? I'm sorry. Are you I, serious? I tried throwing something into it at one point and it was like uh you put you the zone, zone I tech. Any zone I yeah. tech. Yeah, and it, it like it just it took the steering wheel out. It was the only steering wheel I had, and I was like, "Oh, I would like more steering wheels." I've heard them talk about these enough that it works. And no, so now I have no steering wheels again. Um, oh, no. no, don't put any of your Zoni orbs in there. Okay. Only, only put either or no, only put the charges or the like horns and the stuff that you get from taking out constructs. Okay, so it's like a quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but there was one with the, uh, those, those platforms that we can move, but they stay stationary in midair. And I like put a bunch of fans on that. And it was like driving a, like a semi around. It's just like this big, huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I flew my way over there. That's what I did. And it broke in the middle of it. And I was like, well, I hope I can get there. Yeah. I, I think for me, it was a combination of that and wings. Like, if I get anywhere, it's like me strapping rockets to wings and then gliding. Mm-hmm. Um, has, has anyone seen the fan bike? When you're, I've seen the fan when bike. When you're accidentally on social media and you stumble into something. I, I, I have try made and scroll past that. everything as fast as I can, so I yeah. retain nothing. I've made a really simple, you just do a fan in the front, fan in the back, controller in the middle. It's super simple. It, mm-hmm. it won't get you a really far necessarily. But, but you, it'll you move know. you. It'll move you. Um, and yeah, I've done that a few times. It's pretty the great. Best, it's pretty the great. The best part about it is it doesn't break. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, if you're making stuff, um, a lot of times like, so like the wings, eventually they just like break. They yeah. just like crud out mm-hmm. underneath you. The fans don't crud out underneath you. So you can oh, just, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, cool. you can just bike around with the little fans. So I, I, I am, I'm now wanting to build like a little skiff or like series of like pontoons or whatever underneath that fan bike. Like I'm, I'm having design ideas for how to make it like mm-hmm. land and not just like crash roll on me like i could actually bring it down for a smooth landing drop and grab some stuff and then get back up in my fan bike but the fan bike's been pretty great yeah yeah it uh, again great great thing about this game is iteration you can come up with something yeah. and then nuts and bolts style just like i want to adjust this here okay that this maybe this works maybe it doesn't work let's go back to the drawing board um exploring this area though so we we go up to the cube um we you have to activate four little zoni switches in there and then that will allow you to it then increases the fan speed uh to get you all the way to the top another switch on there that then opens up a gate and it's just sort of like now drop all the way down to the depths from here yes please which was cool (laughs) yes it was was. and then we have another maze in the darkness sort of i mean like it's not a maze well here's the thing i think it is a maze but we may have all just lucked out and got the short like i I think there is possibly just a really short way i thought they were all uh, they were all the same short way Mm mm-hmm they, all four okay. paths go the same place. They oh, all go down okay, okay. into the little uh, spot. Because when I, I die. Because when I There is, yeah. like, little stuff. 
at the end of each of those mm-hmm. four entrances, though. Yeah. Because I, I died, and then and then I was like, I think I went this way, and it, I did not. I, it was a new way, and it, something new was at the end of that path. So, yeah. But we have a construct, uh, what, or what are they called? The flux construct, level, level three. three. Yeah. Um, I only just now have started to do the things you guys were talking about of using the pole to pull the core it's out. It's so nice, isn't it? I just was always shooting it with an arrow. Like I was mm-hmm. just sort of, I thought I was supposed to just hit it with an arrow. And that's, that's what, what Tulin's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, this has been great. This is, <laughs> thanks Tegan for telling us all that Ascend was the best ability because that made this mm-hmm. fight so much easier. Right? Isn't it great? What, what are you doing to Ascend? Because he when does he the turn, platform. When he turns into the platform, you can Ascend through him and just oh my God. hit him. And just whack him right on top. Yeah. So they, I did. Uh, bomb so for that, I, I waited for him to launch the things out. The little, like, those, like, five that he, like, sends out. Mm-hmm. And then I climbed up on one and went, rewind. And it pulled me right back up next to him and then launched me I a little love, bit in the air so I could jump on top of him. I love using recall during flex fights. It's hilarious. Um, Interesting. Yeah, the 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 thing about the third one is uh, I don't I don't I haven't fought a level two yet, but the level three will change where his weak mm-hmm. block is, whereas like level one doesn't really do that. He's also so, got more moves overall. Yes. Um, yes, which he does. is. Part of why I had a bad time with this is after like the two cubes, I was like, all right, two labyrinths is enough. Please just give me something. Uh, mm-hmm. But the fighting the flux guy, everything he, if I got touched, I died. One yeah. hit killed. And oh, no. I was like, okay, I had a hardy potion. So I was like, I'll add in some extra temporary health. The temporary health does nothing. Cause if he hits me, <laughs> I still instantly died. So mm. I was like, "Why, why does this even exist?" Um, eat which, some iron shrooms, dude. He he's not that. Killing him isn't the hard part. It's just like not getting touched ever, especially yeah. when you have to run around and like the camera angle. Like I, I think the first time I almost killed him, I accidentally ran up onto like a post, uh, and like started oh. climbing a post instead of running, and then he hit me with a shockwave, and I died. Uh, yeah, when he had like two percent health left, so not my yeah. favorite. not my favorite. Um, but when, but we when beat he drops, him, you, when he well, drops is dope. He drops some special pants that are very reminiscent of someone that we met yep. years and years ago. Um, they I are had like those pants in the last game. Did you? I don't think I ever got those. They're, I got them. Uh, DLC, oh. I think. Yeah, they oh, were part they were of the DLC. EX chest. Okay, okay, yeah. I yeah. barely, I barely touch those. Because then you can get his his big sage killing sword from Twilight Princess, and then get on his horse and just look look I, awesome, look awesome. Well, so I, I guess I should correct myself. What he drops, I'm talking about like his weapon add on. Mm-hmm. That was oh, super that. cool. Oh, yeah. I cared That's nothing I for was... the pants. Nothing for the pants. I was so upset that I got pants for that. But they're Ganondorf's pants from Ocarina. I don't care. They are. <laughs> and they give you sneak up, which uh, is good. The yeah, no, I can't his... wait for the whole set of sneak up. Sneak up is great if you're trying to tame a horse, you know? His his little triple construct thing is awesome. I Great still smasher. Use it. I've been using that. Yeah, the smasher. I, I used it to uh kill a frog 
the other day. I used it to kill a Gleok. My first Yay! one. Yay! Okay, I wanted. I wanted. Let's 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 pivot into that. So we're stronger. A, a, mm-hmm. An episode or two ago, so many of these creatures seemed impossible, but um, and then we'll then we'll talk about depth stuff too. So, Tegan, you've defeated a Gleok. I defeated the flame Gleok that was standing in front of that thing that I didn't know how to get into. Did you figure out how to I, get into it? No, I okay. assumed if I killed it, it was going to let me in, and I killed it, and then nothing happened. I will give you one hint. Okay. There is an environmental okay. thing to okay. interact with. Okay, there's it. like a... There's cool. like a, a buy it. Okay, huh? Because I was looking for like a tunnel or something nope. after a while and it's, I didn't see it's anything. It's something I do not believe was ever in Breath of the Wild. So like it is a different oh. kind of mechanic. Okay. But again, it's not complicated. It's a very simple thing, but I just don't think we had these in Breath of the Wild. Okay. Gotcha. So cool. okay. look around that area, everywhere in that area, but you don't have to go more than like, I don't know, 100 feet away from it. Like it's, okay. It's, okay. you don't have to go super It'll far. It'll still be on my mini map, right? What do you is mean? it like within minimap range? He won't know. Like, oh, I don't know. I yeah, don't use minimap. Um, yeah. I can't tell you. I was gonna say like if if I marked like where the box is, um, can I still see it from like where the where the thing is? There is all there is where the one, devices. Uh, yeah, I I couldn't tell you, but it's not that far. There is the one in the Thundra Plateau. I still haven't figured it out. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe it's the same mm-hmm. kind of mechanic, so I have combed, I believe, that area. And have Different not mechanic. found the thing that opened up the previous one. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay. please let there be a quest that takes me back here and someone will give me a hint because I've got nothing mm-hmm. here. Um, I've spent so much time looking back and forth in there. I haven't even fought a Gliak, period. Okay. <gasps> I haven't gone back. I, I've taken like, I'm gonna, three I'm so make- far. I was like, I'm going to make a bunch of really strong weapons. And I did. And I was like, ooh, what's that? And I went that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, right outside fun. of the, or a short way outside of the labyrinth in the depths, there is a, was it a frox? It's like a blue and white mm-hmm. frox mm-hmm. that is this giant toad uh, mm-hmm. that, or I guess frog. Looks I like love him. It's yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's yeah, yeah. Who knows? I tried to fight him, but I didn't have any arrows, so it went very poorly. Oh, you uh, don't need arrows. I, you don't need arrows, BC. I tried to fight him also, and it went terribly. Treat them like a dodongo. Yes. Well, yeah, but like he's one shotting me, and I have nine hearts. He is. Now. He is one shotting. Yes, it's true. Yeah. And um, I think this goes back to my my earlier statement last episode. It was like if I'm getting hit. There's something wrong. It's like Elden Ring in the first yeah. place. It's like, why why add hearts when I'm going to die if I have five more hearts than I do now? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't. I found one of these while uh, following the statues for, for Jasha and like heard a noise. And, and then that noise turned into a like death howl. And I was just like, what is that? And but like I said, in contrary to early game Breath of the Wild, me I I'm like I'm like Neo at the end of the Matrix now. Like instead of running away, I just go no and just like turn to it and 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 fight everything. So um, yeah, that fight was awesome, and pretty quickly realized that that he is 
trying to suck me in and and but yeah, treat it like a Dodongo, hop on his back. It it's like a Talus fight, but but so much more fun. Yeah, for sure. Have you noticed that the baby frocks try and eat your light yes. seeds? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then and then like a like an animal, they have like when they die, they drop seeds that they were inside they them. Their belly. Yep. Yeah. They'll eat anything that's in front of them. They'll eat weapons. They'll eat oh, oh. zonite. <laughs> They'll eat you get oh, you can that's throw why they always have zonite in them. Yeah. Yeah, you can throw anything in their general direction, and they'll if they hear the sound, they'll look for it well, and they'll eat it. Yeah, because like then the, you can use that to like sneak up on them. Because like when the frox is sucking stuff in, he's he he will chew on it if you don't bo- if you don't get a bomb in there, he'll be like arm arm mm. arm. So yeah, that makes sense. Nice. I have found two different color frocks mm-hmm. uh, running around down there. I found the blue and white one, and I found one called an obsidian yes! frox. I killed oh, him no, yesterday. No, no. It was so much fun. No, thank you. <laughs> um, I couldn't tell if that was just like, it's like a, a red, blue, black, silver, gold sort of mm-hmm. progression. So now just all froxes are obsidian, but I don't know. Speaking of uh, creatures we beat down there, uh, Brian, you had mentioned in, I think, in the last episode, you were like, man, that Colgara fight was fun. I hope we get to do it again. You think it'll be back? Turns out it is in more than one location. Did you all know this? Wow. No, I did not know that. There's actually more than one location where they appear. Um, and I, But I'm wondering possibly if the only reason that they both appeared there is because that is the only boss of a temple that we've beaten. Right. Possibly when we beat other ones, they'll cycle maybe of which ones show up there. Because, yeah, I was wondering if, like, could I have stumbled into Colgara? I the same thing. Before, I'm sure it would just have been in, like, a, a giant empty thing with the chest at the end, that we get at the end is covered in gloom. So I that, I assume, would go away and we get the thing. The... The thing that I said, you uh, were like, "I can't do this." Like, when, right when you first saw it. Well, when I saw it, I was like, "Well, there's gonna." I was afraid there would be no updraft. Like, it would it would be harder for some reason. So mm-hmm. I like, and I didn't know that you had done it because you didn't. I don't think you'd said anything in the group. So I was like spoiler tagging everything. I just said your wish will be granted. That is the well, only what, thing. What I was said, my wish? What was that my wish? That we'd be able to fight him again. No. My wish was, I hope that I can dive straight through his <laughs> ice circle. You said, and I, I did. think we'll be able to fight him again. <laughs> okay, okay. Can. That is what I but, said. But, but specifically, I wanted to, to know, like, because I was like, can, can you fly? Like, just skydive straight through his weak point? And you can. And it's amazing. Does I love it, it so him? much. Do you have yes. to break oh, the yeah. spikes? Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Though? Yeah, you have to let the spikes the like you'll have to hang out in the air, let them come up and and go past you and then when there's enough of a when there was enough room, I just dove straight through. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. If you hit the spikes as you're diving down, uh it will kill you. Just just impaled. <laughs> but I did that to him twice. Tegan, I love how you just asked us. Hey, has anyone been to this particular light route? No, no context. Yeah, just mm-hmm. an no ask. No context. Just did anyone go here? Yeah, maybe you should. And <laughs> <laughs> and so Colgar is on the opposite. If you're coming from the labyrinth, there's a giant pit, mm-hmm. and across that pit, from that pit, is a light route. 
So uh-huh. I saw the light route in the distance. I was traveling. I was on a wing that <laughs> on was on the path. Yep. <laughs> I was on a wing that was strapped with rockets. And what I've been doing is like if I find um, like a cart or something I can use or a wing, I'll build a construct and then I'll shoot a big light bloom on the front of it so that as it travels, you can just see out in front of me and I don't have to actually like sh- throw them around. Um, mm-hmm. That's really smart. So, so as I'm flying on this wing and like it glides and crashes to a halt right in front of this pit and I just see Colgara in the darkness in the distance and I'm like, oh, this is what Ke- what Tegan was talking about. This is the light route. <laughs> I, I was on a giant tree like that was just mangled and turning weird ways and and uh i was riding a skeleton horse and i was like hold on you stay here buddy i probably won't be able to find you again you're gonna walk (laughs) off and it's fine i want to go climb this giant tree and see what's up here and just like just just a, a sliver of background came over the side of the tree as i was running um and then it disappeared again behind like one of those kind of mushroom platforms but like it was enough to be like did i just did i just see the boss i I did didn't i (laughs) um what's great is it's the what it drops is it's is one of its mandibles that does Mm -hmm. a lot of damage yeah. Uh, so I've been, I didn't I share the video of me running in a circle with it on my back excitedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that that's good. And uh, for me, I'm just like, this is an easy fight that it'll return after a blood moon. So jump back mm-hmm. in there real quick, knock them out, upgrade a, upgrade a weapon. Just be like, yeah, here I got a super strong one. As mm. we get stronger, like base weapons. Um, make sure that I have a mandible sword or something like that on there. Use this good. nice blank area to get all your amiibos out and Ooh. get a good, solid, non-rusted traveler sword yeah. and then, or a knight sword and Depending then just attach on... it to that. Yeah, I'm, I've I've ranked up twice now. Those those uh, invisible guys give, give me whatever. I don't know. Am I up to... I don't think I'm up to... I think I'm up to... Night. Yeah, I think Soldiers. it's nice. Yeah. So it's what, like a like a fifteen damage base or something like that? Is that around mm-hmm. something like that? It's like uh the one that I have it attached to is like an eight damage base or a nine damage mm-hmm. base. Um uh, and then 12. I put the I've got a twelve. Yeah, and I put the mandible on it and then it was like thirty seven damage and I was like, mm. Ooh <laughs> like, eh, not as good as my silver lionel gear, but that's okay. My well, silver oh, lionel okay, sword. Yeah. So the cold I killed my first um, silver bokoblin, <gasps> and I got his little his nice. little anglerfish horn. Yep. Silver? Mm-hmm. Are those stronger than the black ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have actually. I haven't gotten silver yet, so I think gold, either gold or possibly onyx. Like we may go beyond. Like I don't know, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's silver. I don't know there's probably going to be gold. Um, gold was only in master quests. Mm-hmm. In, in Breath of the Wild, so who knows? So they might have them here. I think they. I mean, I think that's the bait. Like we got all the DLC in this game. It only yeah. makes sense they took all the master mode stuff. They took it. Remember, Tears of the Kingdom is we took everything that we had in Breath of the Wild and then we remixed it. So yeah, it's gonna. If it was in Breath of the Wild, it's gonna be in here, uh, except for Guardians. Apparently, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Guardians apparently. are the exception. 
Um, if I run cast, maybe. God, if we mm-hmm. run into one of those underground, I'm going to lose my mind. They're a lot tougher, the silver ones, than um, the black ones. They're like, they're in order of magnitude, like, higher. And I was like, I didn't think I was advanced enough to start spawning these guys, let alone spawning them in the depths. Okay. That's, and that's why you just make them fight themselves. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> um, so the... The Joshua quest leads us to a pretty great thing. Okay, I need, Brian, maybe I'll need you to take the lead on this on, like, what is the limit? Because speaking honestly here, I have already, I already did all this stuff. Like, when I talked to Joshua, she was like, you've already done this? What did you find? And then she followed up and was just like, wait, that was there? Oh, no. And so, uh, Brian, why don't you go ahead and tell us what the actual quest line is here? I haven't done the quest yet. You, you we'll know. do the quest yet. We I was said the first to do the stuff with Joshua, but I haven't done it yet. If you follow the statues, Be vague, it takes you to like southern, north, central Hyrule <laughs> or yeah. whatever we're calling it. Um, and there's a couple of you're you're gonna want this this quest, BC, because it, it gives us our final arm power, or mm. I guess oh. final. Um, it'll be the final base. I think we might get upgrades. I think there's. I think we possibly will get right. An upgrade. Although I right. don't know what an upgrade would be. It, um, it filled in my wheel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. But they're they're out there. There's a couple of of researchers hanging out. Um. At this mine, this really fancy mine. And just go ahead and talk about it. I'll, I'll do it next episode. So just go ahead and talk about well, it. Well, because so, I don't even think he knows who this person is. Right, right. right. I don't the, know if the, you the, ever like, got that part. <laughs> like, I'm not worried about telling you that, hey, Koga's here. Um, but <laughs> um, best friend Koga, best character from Breath of the Wild, hands down, shut up, you're wrong. Is, he, um, is, is Koga the person who leads the, the Iga? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. When, yes. When was the last time we saw Koga, Brian? Like we see him once, and it's not enough, and then we see him in Age of Calamity. No. Well, I mean, what happened to him last time at Breath? Of he Wild? went down the pit that I was like, "Ooh, the I wonder what's pit. at that pit now." When we were, you know, discussing trailers and stuff, I was like, "I'm going to go check out Koga's pit." Past Brian, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So we Past get Brian. You're about to be delighted. Oh man, <laughs> this game is so good. Um, so he's, so these researchers are down there and they're like, I, I'm, I'm reading this crap, but I don't know how to deal with, you know, we don't know how to, um, what any of this means. And what it is, is, is the rune is a auto builder and it will remember anything you've built. Well, it has a, a memory, like a history limit, but it will remember what you've built. And if there are pieces around it will just grab those pieces. It 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 uh it it's what is it a hexagon? You know those platforms? It mm-hmm. it's shaped like that, so you can walk around those platforms in the depths and be like, okay, I'll grab a couple. It'll grab some of the fans from over here. It'll grab a glider if there's a glider there, and it will just auto build stuff. And you can mark things as favorite. So I've got BC's uh patented uh glider blimp is one of my favorites and then the air bike is my other favorite um but if if those things yeah go ahead or go ahead jeremy but if you are missing a piece you can just spin some zonite and it will create it for you so you can create some kind of contraption and as long as you have enough zonite anywhere you are 
anywhere, you can create that contraption. You don't need it. A little trick I saw, and I want to just say this, and I because I think this is going to be very useful, is go and find a bunch of apples, stick all the apples together, save that contraption, and the next time you're in a forest, bring up your auto build and just move that around, and it'll just pull apples out for you. It'll just oh! collect a bunch of apples for you, and then you can just drop it down and pick them up real easy. Because a uh, uh, listener, right, Tegan? <laughs> patron uh, uh, Ryan, Tegan's face. <laughs> I wish you could patron, see it, listeners. Patron uh, uh, of Ryan from the uh, Ryan Haas from the SMB movie database uh, shared a video of of fishing like that. Uh, so that's uh, mm, yeah, apples. That's a good call. Good call. Um, but yeah, so they you unlock that, and then they're like, "Ha we were evil." And like, yeah, I know you you didn't have names. You're you're clearly Ega. But then, but then homeboy <laughs> shows up, and I'm just like, I want to give him a hug, but he didn't want to hug me. Um, he wanted to dance. He wanted to hug you. He wanted to hug you with the front end of his car. That's that right. He, made. he has a car. <laughs> we oh, are suddenly, so good. We are suddenly at a monster truck rally. Um, <laughs> they, and like in the middle of it. <laughs> Yiga camps, like I haven't gone into any of them yet, but it just you just see a car driving by, and I'm like, that's awesome. I'm doing my thing right now, but I'm gonna come check you out later. Yeah, so big old fight, really great uh, auto builder. Um, on the way there, I fought a frox. It, uh, yeah, I had the best time. At the end of the episode last time, like I'm just like shaking, like let's. I can't wait to talk about this. It changes um, the game. It completely changes the it's game. It's so cool. All of a sudden. Like, it's it's amazing. If if you uh, use the auto builder to just pay Zonite to get those parts, they have this, like, green tint to them. Mm-hmm. And if you try and, like, shake those parts apart to add it to something else, they will disappear. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't just, like, summon some... Uh, uh, you know your favorite, and then use those parts to. You can add on to it, though. You can add on to it, but you can't take things off of it. But yeah, PC, that's go do basically this. it. <laughs> yeah, so that that will be on my list now. I was kind of thinking that okay, the statues are probably going to go all over the world or something, not just. Be... I think they will. I think they will lead to more things too. You know, we've mm-hmm. we've only there are more a statues. Um, I, that's going to be uh, something to follow going forward. Okay, gotcha. Koga Koga builds a a uh, a lesser version of BC's patented glider blimp and flies off towards where we're going to be heading eventually. Um, and then I think Josh is like, "Hey, there are more pointy uh guy statues down there." Um, so they there are more statues that will lead to where Koga went to. I, the only reason I know who Koga is is because I found the Ega camps and they'll have little schematics that are uh, next mm-hmm. to notes that say like mm-hmm. all all praise Koga or something like that. Um, all of Agreed. you met random Ega in the depths. I My first encounter with Ega was running into one of their tanks uh, and there's just this guy who um, it reminds me of, I, I think only... Maybe only Jeremy has played this game, but Paradise Killer, there's a character who's like a half demon who's in this weird island prison energy thing. Uh, and there's a guy in an Ega in the, the tank who's powering it who 
looks like he's in this circle, like that, like demon, mm-hmm. demon seal, like yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, "What is going on here? Does that have a cannon? Does it have lights?" <laughs> um, uh, real. I, I do want to say so. We we're we're getting near the end of our discussion here. The bargainers. Uh, we haven't seen anything too interesting with them yet. They're just little shops where you can buy stuff with your pose. Mm-hmm. But whenever you find a new one, they will unlock a new piece of gear that you okay. can buy out there. It also lets you mm-hmm. rebuy amiibo uh, items. So if okay. you unlocked yeah. an amiibo item, like, say, Link's shield from Wind Waker, uh, and you broke it, you can just buy it back again. Uh, that's good. So that that's cool with that. But there is one that I did come across that was a giant one that was saying something along the lines of, I need you to free one of them. They're underneath a waterfall in the Gray Plateau. And I was just like, what? Okay, this is a great great adventure. I don't know anything else. They just said that to me. That was it. Uh, This is near where the the temple or the... um, the thing that we fought Koga at, it's it's mm-hmm. near that. So that's that's why I wanted to bring that up there. Yeah, he's a big boy. Mm-hmm. It's it's massive. Uh, we've there's another big boy we can find too. That it's just it's just a head on the top of a huge statue. Where I saw this and I was like, I know the Xenoblade team was involved with this, but I didn't know we were playing Xenoblade right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I ran into a guy that was like, I'm researching, and then red text monoliths. I'm like, ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh yeah. So, anything else for this episode before we wrap up, though? It's just a good game. This is a great game. This is a great game, guys. <laughs> yeah. I found Mushroom Haven. That's my my only other. Thing. <gasps> Yay! I, this is Mushroom yeah, Haven great. I yeah. want to find that. A lot I of mushrooms. So many That's cool. <laughs> also, I I think somewhere around that. I, yeah, I found a, a just a a giant silhouette statue. I haven't hit the light route. One of you shared a picture recently um, of it, like kind of lit up. But mm-hmm. like, I just saw the giant silhouette and and took one of my link pictures. You know, standing at the camera. It's it's called a bargainer left. statue. So the, the, I was the worried big, it was going to fight. No, the, but the the big thing that's a bargainer. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, I'm going to go talk to that. You're going to want to talk to it. Like you want because there's a you know you want to activate every single one of them. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was it's pretty cool. Pretty good game. Having a blast. For our next episode, uh, over in our Discord, which uh listeners, there there's been at least uh, uh one listener that has been asking what our asking what our Discord is, and I will go ahead and put a link in this episode for sure on that because I haven't been great about telling other people about our Discord. But we did put a vote out there to decide where we were going next. The vote did lead towards Gerudo, but as a as a group we have decided that before we do that, we want to go and visit a couple other places. We're not going to go to any other temples. The next temple mm-hmm. will be the Gerudo, but or really a like lot the of... regions themselves, like mm-hmm. to the towns yes. and to do that stuff. <laughs> we have some errands to run, though. So many people are talking about. I'm going to go back to Hateno. I'm going to go back to Kakariko. I'm going this way, which is the opposite of where we're going, and we want some things upgraded. We want some some things to help us because right now the game is already challenging and if i read correctly the gerudo was sort of the expected last temple that you would go to and so there's probably going to be an expectation that you're a lot stronger before you get there we're going to go and take a detour 
And for our next episode, we're going to go and hit up uh, Kakariko and the region around it. Uh, we'll see how much is involved there. From what I've seen, there's going to be some quests to deal with. So we're going to go in the Kakariko uh, region. Also, go and run into that troop. There, there's a troop that we've we've helped out, like a theater or a, a music troupe. They and, are um, they are just outside of our first area. Like okay. you can practically see it. Uh, so yeah, it's not that it's not much of a detour there. Also, Hateno. Um, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm just saying we'll go to Kakariko first. Uh, that may be a okay. whole episode on, on itself. So. Uh, we're gonna have uh, uh, a detour episode, at least one, before we he- actually head to the Gerudo area. The longer the detour, the longer I get to stay naked. <laughs> I think by the time I get to the desert, I'm going to put clothes on. But for the next episode, that's what we're gonna do. Head to Kakariko, go help some musicians out, and maybe they'll lead to some good upgrades for us. But do all that, and we'll be back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Long live Koga. Uh,